0: Proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire. Today on Church and State, Chris just told me we're going to start this mess in three, two. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. with me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, and including Chris, the producer. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. The
1: only podcast bold and daring enough to cover the two most dreadful subjects, faith and politics, with Jesus smack dab right in the middle.
0: Now, Gabe, I knew we were a little bit late into it, but we just celebrated our annual white elephant at my house yeah yeah it was it was it was a post-Christmas Christmas party it was fun wasn't it yes it was great it times Chris even showed up he even brought a vegetarian dish and it was edible <laughs> right yeah but we had a lot of weird gifts now you know generally speaking and I know you and I are the same caliber there were a few people that don't get the I guess the gist of what a white elephant is and there was actually some cool gifts out there I don't do that I get the worst gifts that, I mean, you did it's that. Fair enough. It's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody, actually, one of our friends over at Emancipation Propaganda, uh, which is a terrible show that nobody should listen to, but he bought a doll. This, this doll. Look, creepy. look at this. Look, I don't know if you can zoom in here, Chris, for for our audience that watches. But this thing's eye won't open all the way. It's it's a really quite a creepy doll. And Gabe ended up winning this thing. No, you know, my wife did. Oh, your wife won this thing. It's like, uh, I don't know what's wrong with this thing, but it's possessed. And so, um, I, the next day I went to go take a shower and I just reached into my shower and started it. What is stuck to me? Ew. Oh, It's part of the doll. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I start the shower and I, and I'm like, that's not running right. I'm thinking my, you know, shower heads clogged or something. No, Gabe's wife had hung this thing from my shower head. It is, it's quite creepy, and uh, it's my son oh my is actually gosh, both eyes are open now. It's staring at me. Both, well, my my son is actually taking great joy in chasing my daughter around the house. So we're getting rid of this thing. Yeah, I'm done with that. So the the other thing that was was uh, it actually got my mind kind of wandering because there was like an, a theme about this thing. Gabe was that there was a lot of like anti Biden stuff. Uh, you know, some some gay jokes. Yeah, we're far right shock jocks. So we do those kind of jokes. And, um,
1: it wasn't like there was t-shirts that say trans people belong. That was a t-shirt.
0: Yeah. That was one of the t-shirts, which a pastor got by the way, which was pretty, pretty funny. But, uh, no, it got me one kind of thinking about Joe Biden and, and I got to preface this by saying like in no way, shape or form, am I advocating for an assassination? Okay. I got to say that because I don't want to get visited by men in black suits. Yeah. But I started thinking about that. Like, Joe Biden would actually be impossible to assassinate. You want to know why? Why? He's got this Mr. Magoo element about him. Right. Where, like, the the sniper's got the shot, and he takes the shot, and Joe Biden stumbles up the stairs, and and the shot goes completely right, Yeah, completely misses. Yeah, or, you know, they've set the stage. They know his his route. And then Joe Biden goes and wanders off into the bushes looking for children and ice cream. And and you, you couldn't get him. You agree with me? It's an element of
1: impossibility because of his sheer randomness. Like seeing him deny a handshake to like an official of another country. Or shake
0: hands with nobody. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, And for those of you who are like, what is going on with him? I apologize. I think I actually hit my head today. I think I have a head injury. And uh, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> oh something God. happened, and uh, just things aren't yeah, all right zoom, in my just, head. Just look
1: at Caleb alone. I don't know you want to be it, in the you, shot. Well, you got to describe You got to describe it. Radio listeners. <laughs> he's wearing a Biden for President hat. that's pink,
0: and then the E is actually the rainbow r- the flag. Rainbow flag. Yeah. So yeah, this is a good look for me. No, I hate this thing. I, I got to get rid of that. That was another one of the white elephant gifts. All right. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about churchandstate.media, Gabe. Why don't you take it? I always do it. Yeah, I I totally appreciate
1: right now in the season that we are in once again. uh, We know for sure without a shadow of a doubt our good man uh, at my pillow. He's completely being launched at... As far as legal fees, um, we also know Clay Clark is spending legal fees because Dominion is suing him. But Mike Lindell got to interview him. This has probably been one of the biggest contributors to, to our uh, organization. The, the, the payback as far as church and state, the kickback we receive has been so much of a blessing. I just want to encourage you right now, go check out their website type in church and state in the promo code section. You're going to receive a substantial savings just by using our own promo code and then we get a, a very awesome donation from the company. Uh, Mike interviewing him was so amazing as far as all the outreach and ministries he does for the community and, 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 and working with people. A lot of people know this but Mike was addicted, a functioning uh, drug user who was uh, completely lost in sin and God got a hold of his heart so we really want you to support his business is support him as a patriot and support us as patriots as well.
0: That's it? Okay, I'm going to take over. Uh, let's see here. Uh, first, you forgot to mention that we need everybody to go to churchandstate.media and upload the shows. That is essential to increasing... The volume of people that listen and, and, and love you and I on Church and State. One
1: thing I do want to say is I've been I've – been, we're going to see uh, – anytime we have people on the show and we really want you to watch their interview, we're going to go whenever our good man, our technician uploads them, he uploads them at a certain time every day. And right before they go, I'm going to do a little Facebook Live challenging you to comment or to watch or or to to say something about the the post because what happens is that helps us with the algorithm beating it facebook likes to suppress anything we do so your interactions even so much as a like or a comment comments really actually are the best way to get a a a suitable recognition for those out there so hey please put something in when whenever you see me go live go right there comment
0: are you going to correct them or am i chris He's our producer, not our technician. Give him his oh. proper title. I, 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 I need it. Are you the director? Oh. I don't know. He's now he's just he's making director. things up. <laughs> uh, also, you can donate directly to Church and State. Just hit that donate button. Keep us on the American Christian Network because we want to be here. Lastly, Church and State 1776 at proton.me. That's how you get a hold of us, and we do respond to emails. So uh, write us. We like it. All right, Gabe, um, we got to talk about aliens. We haven't talked about aliens, and I, I feel like... There's a certain like
1: amount of time that we have to bring the
0: conversation of the Nephilim into our... our you know, I go through withdrawals if I don't talk about aliens enough. Uh, people know this about me. They tease me about me, or this about me all the time. Uh, but we got to do our take on what happened in Miami. Just, uh, what was it, last week? Was yeah, it, no, actually, it was it was New Year's night. I, th- I believe it was New Year's Eve.
1: So let's or just, either it was the first, but yeah, it, it we're now... And kind of like the second wave of this story will not go away. Like we – I thought this was a hoax. I I thought it didn't have traction. The story keeps coming up. So we we do want to talk about what we've noticed as far as like there's something off here.
0: Well, there's really only four possibilities. Uh, Number one, that the official story is true. Uh, number two, that there were indeed alien-like creatures that were observed in Miami. And number three, that it was Project Bluebeam, or number four, this is all simply just a government operation to see how we would react, or or perhaps a false flag of some sort. Or so to cover
1: it, up Epstein revelation, so, so that it doesn't yeah. grab the attention of the you know S- something population. something
0: to that effect for sure. So what happened in Miami was uh, there are a number of, of cameras that uh, got a overwhelming, like insane police response to what was occurring here. Gabe, I have, we've been covering news for a long time now. I have never in my life seen a police response like this. Have you? Never. I, I we've seen mass shootings,
1: uh, to the degree of Sandy Hook. We've seen, uh, things going on, uh, the synagogue, they, they got attacked, uh, the footage of the police response, you know, and it's very interesting that the reports are, that there was teenagers at this uh, mall there in Miami, and there was communication of teenagers fighting. There could be a possibility of firearms. So no, it was uh, it was sticks and fireworks is what they said. But people are also saying that cops were saying that this could be a shooting incident, mm, which would okay. which, which would explain their 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 being there. But Caleb and I both as EMTs. We every time we ever responded to any type of incident involving a firearm, we were always brought there as well. We 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 would be on scene.
0: Yeah, the, the lack of EMS is is suspect. Yeah, I, I, there's I not so.
1: one single EMS vehicle, and uh, there's you can hear actually helicopters up above. It's reports that there was three helicopters. Play the video footage, Chris, of the the police response.
0: So you can see on the camera here is a massive police response, Uh, unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking bumper
1: to bumper.
0: Yeah, just look at that. The whole thing is lit up. It looks like the Las Vegas Strip.
1: Five police vehicles in total is what people are saying.
0: This seems um, rather kids
1: with sticks. Or fireworks?
0: Yeah, yeah th- this doesn't seem like this would, that, that type of an event would require that many police officers to respond. And yet, here we have it. Now, immediately yeah, upon this, this release, the radio, there were a number of eyewitnesses, uh, or said to be eyewitnesses, who said that they saw an 8 to 10 foot gray alien-like creature walking around this area. I've seen a few of the supposed video footage of this, And this is the problem. This is yeah. This is the problem with those who are on the alien hunter side of things. How come every single one, with all of the technology that we have, our cameras? I mean, you can literally do a show like ours using your iPhone, and yet every single time we have footage of so-called aliens or Bigfoot or Loch Ness or whatever it is, it's always super grainy, and it could be anything. It doesn't make any sense at all that that would be the case here. I'm not saying that this didn't happen. I mean, with everything that we report on with CERN and, and trying to open up a portal, uh, what we know about the book of Revelation, I, and, and then Gabe and i's belief on that any alien creature that you actually come across is going to be actually uh, demonic or, or Nephilim in nature, then I, I don't want to immediately downplay this and say that this isn't What occurred in
1: 2023, there was a lot of visible stuff going on in Miami. We also know in Las Vegas, the family that uh, saw an alien in their backyard, they had heavy equipment parked out there. They were working on They they, you can even see footage. You can see pictures of an impression on the gravel where something big actually was sitting there and it's circular in shape. Um, These people seemed absolutely legitimate. The testimony seemed absolutely. And then on top of it, we have police cam footage of some type of vehicle or or comet that crashes. And all the cops had footage on their police cams of that actual asteroid or whatever you want to call it, which nobody ever saw an impact crater. The only thing that was actually visible was what, what we saw in the backyard as far as an impression on the gravel. All that to say this, saints, gird yourselves up. Gird yourselves up. Doesn't change the gospel if there's any type of foreign invasion or whatever. It didn't Caleb and I have talked about it. The great apostasy could come in any form, whether it's uh, you know, Luciferian individual who says I'm God, ascends the highest place, opens up uh the daily sacrifice in Israel. All this stuff could happen. Just gird yourselves up and
0: uh, you know. I would say all this stuff will happen. What you just mentioned, it will yeah. happen. Absolutely. Uh, I think you mean more of like a man coming out and saying that he's the Antichrist or, or that he's the Christ. Sorry, not the Antichrist. Or if it's an alien that comes down in a, in a hover ship and, and announces that he's – him and his race seated us and that he's there to save the world. It can look a, 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 a totally different. But regardless, you, the saints, will understand it because you read the holy word of God.
1: One thing that was interesting, also, we didn't bring up is the same exact time all flights were canceled in and out of Miami Airport. Now, they're saying it's because there was such huge police presence that was diverted away from the airport, because I guess they have a substantial amount of police presence that's always there. They couldn't have any flights going in and out. I disagree with that. Flights always have to go in and out. They yeah. Were, it's
0: just that's, – that's absurd.
1: Flights Plus are the, so – the power
0: boring. outage as well was suspicious.
1: 60,000 people were, th- were without power at the same exact time.
0: Yeah. So uh, – and, and, you know, there could be that blue beam element. And for those of you unfamiliar with blue beam, uh, the government has the ability to project completely realistic-looking images into the sky, wherever it may be. And so there is, a, it could be something like this as well, that they were testing that uh, as they engage in perhaps uh, being able to call down fire from heaven or um, or maybe uh, creating an image of the beast that everybody can see, that everybody has to bow down to. If
1: anybody knows anybody in Miami who has details on this or anything, please contact us, email us, because we're dead serious. I, I've talked to some cop friends of mine. They've got nothing to say on it. So, yeah, if you know anybody who lives in Miami, hook us up.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on and let's talk about this, Gabe. Actually, let's first I would like to let's bring on some special guests. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were bringing us on. Okay, so uh, let me introduce you, uh, your special guest, and then you can introduce my special guest. So it is my pleasure on Church and State to bring in two stellar individuals who host a great show on NPR— um, uh, I don't even know the title of this show. Maybe they can tell us later, but, uh, it, it, Sterling, I'd say it's
1: called instead of church state sense and sensibility.
0: Well, there you go. Well, that is an actual show, but my pleasure to bring on Sterling Sticklemeyer of NPR.
1: And it is my privilege to introduce Caleb Coulier. Oh
0: man. He sounds great. All right. Let's bring these two individuals on and we can start talking about this anti-racist deck. That's right, the Anti-Racist Deck. So, Sterling Stickelmeyer, can you tell us a little bit about what this is? Action begins with awareness. Awareness and empathy. Open the gates to productive
1: dialogue. Persistent, open-minded dialogue is one way to contribute to lasting change. The Anti-Racist Deck is a tool for pursuing anti-racist conversations with your friends, family members, classrooms, and
0: communities. So this is an actual deck. You found you can this, by This was, this. I, I got this thing this was for the gift. white elephant. This is what you ended up picking up. It's the anti-racist deck. They sell this at Barnes & Noble's. You can gather people in your house to have conversations. This is not a card game at all. It's got cards in here that you're supposed to pick up and then lead discussions in your home about being anti-racist. This is Trash,
1: and our point in this is not satirical alone. Okay, yes, we're having a good laugh, but the the reality is this: it's intentional division. Those of you, uh, we're gonna we're gonna relate to a lot of these cards. The pushback of the gospel,
0: Um, and and introduce the individual who uh, made this card deck uh, because he's quite the interesting character. I don't even
1: know if I can pronounce his name right. Ibram X. Kendi is the Andrew W. Mellon Professor in, in Humanities at Boston University and the founding director of BU Center for Anti-Racist Research. He is a contributing writer to The Atlantic and CBS News correspondent. He is the author of many books, including Stamped from the Beginning, blah, 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 blah. So,
0: yeah. So what we need to be doing here and making sure that my tone of voice doesn't offend any of the audience is to make sure that we have these cards come out and discuss them in a robust way so that we can become anti-racist allies in America. Pretty good? Very good. Yeah, okay. Well, grab one of your favorite cards, Gabe, and let's have one of these conversations here.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. How would you define queer anti-racist?
0: Queer anti-racism? Yeah,
1: queer anti-racism. So
0: isn't that... Two separate things?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought when I, I actually got this card. I was just
0: like, how do you... <sighs> well, I, so I know so from the, their... The,
1: the, the homosexual community,
0: <sighs> how are they going to help? Well, me? I know from their data uh, that black transgenders actually suffer the most um, uh, violence against them, is, is what they say. All right? I, I like looked... Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. yes. Well, he's just gay, right? He's not trans. Right, it's, it's specifically individuals who are confused about their sex okay. uh, that are black or or maybe brown uh, that they they suffer from the most domestic violences, murders, things like that. All right, and so I think this card is trying to say: How do you define queer anti-racism? Is that you've got to be an ally for not only the transgender community but also for the uh, BIPOC community as well, and you've got to tear down any of those, uh, you know patriarchies or whatever that have been established to push down these individuals and, and accept them into the community as a whole. Uh, That's what I'm guessing that they're going with that. This is garbage though. You make up like point zero 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 one percent of the population. To
1: me, the civil rights fight for the African American community over the years has been substantial. It's been real. Like actual action was taken. And to me, when you try to lump in transgender, ideology with that those two birds are not a feather
0: well but here's the thing they're of course going to accuse you and what you just said there of being a racist because for you to be able to say and this this is coming from a point of privilege on your part gabe is that for you to be able to say that we have moved beyond that is racist in and of itself and that's going to be the problem for you, Gabe, is you're not going to be able to dialogue with these individuals who believe that we are living in the most racist time in American history right now. Um, no, oh, I want you should ask me that one? Well, hold on. I want to ask. I, I didn't pick your card. I okay. picked my own ask, card. Ask me whatever then. All right. Hold on. Take the mic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out a little bit.
1: He's, a, he's, he's, he's going through the cards trying to make a decision based on intellectually how it makes them feel.
0: All right, I'm going to ask you, ready? you this. I'm going to ask you this. Is Caleb,
1: Caleb X Coulier. I want to put an X in there.
0: <laughs> I love makes the French sound, Arabic. It makes you sound cooler. It does, if, doesn't it? No, wait. I think Z. Caleb Z or Zam Coulier. Oh, now I've got pronouns? Yes. Okay. Um, well, then this card is very appropriate for us. So, Caleb, Kale? Kaleeb? No, it's Caleb, isn't it? Are you asking me this question? I don't know. I don't know what my made-up name You're is. You're asking me the question. I know I am. Sticklemeyer. St- so Sterling Stickelmeyer, yes. what is cultural appropriation? And why is cultural appropriation a sensitive issue for many people of color?
1: Well, this is actually quite relevant to me being somebody who is a Hispanic person. Um, when, when, when white people have taco night, uh, <laughs> it, to me, I find it very offensive that, that, that they use... I do have to tacos now. Everybody loves tacos, but to me, that's cultural appropriation. Those those tacos are for me. <laughs> Hispanic people.
0: You're the whitest Hispanic I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do we care about what cultural appropriation is? Why has it become an issue? With if, if on I Halloween, kids, kids want to dress wouldn't like an idiot? would cultural
1: appropriation like help break down? Yeah, racism. Like like it would. We want like people to embrace. Like, you know, other holidays, or you know, once styles. again, they're
0: they're going to point to um, uh, unattractive stereotypes uh, that that are part of this cultural appropriation. And uh, but it's it's once they opened that door, it now becomes where everyone is is guilty of this, and you can't even have mascots of, of teams that are maybe the Chiefs uh, or you know the Braves or something like that. Um, this is this is society just gone completely whack, where you can't ever acknowledge that that is something that is cultural, that is something that they do. If you're just pointing that out, right?
1: What if a kid really really likes the movie Moana and wants to be like you know Jason Momoa or like The Rock, and they they want to do you know he's the palest kid you ever seen, and he wants to do haka, you know he wants to dress Hawaiian.
0: We can't do that. No, you're, you're not allowed to anymore because that's cultural appropriation. I, I don't want to belabor this too much, Gabe, but th- this is part of the divide. The intentional this, division. This game that they've created – it's not even a game. This discussion that they've created actually moves us backwards and not forwards. If, if we really want to move beyond and, – and you know there is a, an element of, of racism in American history, but it's in every culture, every history – Okay, yes, there was slavery in every culture throughout the world, all right? But if we really want to move beyond that and heal as a nation, it's not by doing stuff like this. This intentionally separates people to where you are actually more suspicious of them, to where you are more likely to just actually communicate or have friends of your own people. And it's because conservatives as a whole and Christians as a whole reject this kind of stuff. We're the ones that are actually going to move this ball forward. Yeah. Not you you left. Bringing up
1: the Christianity aspect. Galatians 3.28. Contextually. Here we go. Paul saying there is no, no longer any Jew or Gentile slave nor free, nor is there male or female for you are. All one in Christ. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the
0: promise. Jesus is all about combining, not dividing.
1: And that's, to me, the main purpose of all of this.
0: Absolutely. And since you brought the Bible into it, I wanted to spend the last few minutes of the show. In talking, once again, about apologetics, because I want to equip the saints to be able to defend their faith. Now, Gabe, we brought this up just a little bit in one of our previous shows. Here's an interesting factoid for you, Gabe. How many prophecies did Jesus have to fulfill? Old Testament prophecies did Jesus have to fulfill? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the, the number's kind of uh, skewed. Uh, there's certain ones that they're like, is that really a prophecy? But generally speaking, most theologians range it from like somewhere in the 350s to 460s range of prophecies that Jesus would have had to have fulfilled. 300, let's just go with the low number, 350 prophecies. That's amazing yeah, that awesome. Jesus fulfilled every single one of those. Okay. Now, science backs us up here because... They have proven that the Old Testament was written before the New Testament. Shocker, right? But they can actually date this thing, and they can see that, yes, these were written before the birth of Christ, okay? Well, there was a mathematician, uh, just an amazing individual, who actually uh, decided to actually do some calculations here. His name is Professor Peter W. Stoner. He was a chairman of departments of mathematics and astronomy at Pasadena City College and chairman of the science division at Westmont College, right? Guy's got quite a resume. He's got a resume. All right. He wanted to calculate this, and he just decided to take eight. What would it take for Jesus Christ to just fulfill eight prophecies, Old Testament prophecies? Instead of 350. Just eight, Gabe. Just eight of those prophecies. Okay. You want to know what the number he came to? One in 10 to the seventeen. That's one in one zero 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 zero. Okay, just to fulfill eight of those. Now let's put it in context, okay? Because uh, be the I Mega think millions comparison. No, no, no. no, no. I'm not going to even do that. I'm going to okay. do one better. Okay, this is the equivalent of me taking one single silver dollar. I know you like silver. One silver dollar and writing my name on that silver dollar. Okay. Then taking that silver dollar and throwing it into a pile of silver dollars the size of Texas, two feet high. Okay, throwing it somewhere in there. Then taking you and blindfolding you and sending you into that pile the size of Texas, two feet high, and asking you to find my coin. You only get to pick up one coin. I've driven
1: through Texas many times.
0: Okay, you only get to pick up one coin. You don't just get to keep looking. Just pick up one coin. What are the odds of you finding the silver dollar that had my name on it? I'm assuming the same. Exactly. 10 or 1 to the 1017th. Okay? That's how hard it was for him to just fulfill 8. Okay, let's go a little bit further. Okay? How about just 48 prophecies? 48 prophecies for Jesus to fulfill. Okay? That is 1 in 10 to the 157th. We don't have time to, to, to actually say that many zeros on the show. Yeah. Okay. If Jesus Christ could fulfill all of these prophecies that were written about him ages before he ever came on scene, do you think there might be some truth to your faith? And do you think that maybe by using this kind of data, you can prove it to those that are enemies of Christ? I think so. I think that this is one of the reasons why so many Christians are falling away from their faith, because when challenged, when scientific fact, they don't have this type of information to actually argue, to debate them in an educated way. And so that's why I want us to become apologists for our faith. And that's why I'm going to continue to have little tidbits of information like this for our audience.
1: That's encouraging. Well said.
0: All right. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party.
1: I'm Pastor Gabe Blomgren.
0: Calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. The doctor that I'm recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl.
1: Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor, bar none.
0: This is the great thing about OfficialSignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then OfficialSignups is not for you. You want to go find one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life.
1: Well, if you're looking for a a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not gonna push vaccines on you, you wanna go to officialSynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialSynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family.
0: With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency. The United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. My suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not
1: be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day, so I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH.
0: All you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing, gold and silver is on the rise, it's being artificially suppressed. You want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying, please, sir, can I have some more? Stop
1: waiting. What are you waiting for? Four years from now, prices are going to be absolutely astronomical. Go to bh-pm.com, get a consultation now. You definitely want to mention Church and State. It will get you the best prices. It will get you the best consultation advice. Use Church and State when you go to bh-pm.com.
0: MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just Kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are uh, absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you.
1: Why would you want to go to Bed, Bath and Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You want to go support an American made product, go to mypillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus filled and a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two for one there. You know you want a good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to mypillow.com. Use promo code Church at State.
0: C H U R C H A N D S T A T E. That's Church and State.
1: You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you, if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have soylent green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, that's been, that's been processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com.
0: Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues, and uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands.
1: If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want.
0: I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal, and you are ready to go. And remember, the holy word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14.2. This was sacred to God. Now want to pass. This is exactly why I need some action for my people. Everybody, it's an honor to be with you.